Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Kathy Gardner. She is a relationship coach, a vision artist, and a TEDx speaker. Kathy, welcome to our show. Thank you, Christopher. So I love the fact that you're all about vision. And so what is a vision artist? Well, I help people to get really, really crystal clear about what they want for their lives. Now, I know that you've done this yourself, um, writing your eulogy at a very young age. Um, and what I do quite often is I use exercises like that to help people to look back over their life and think, what's really going to have mattered? What's really going to be important to me about who I am and, and what I've done with this precious brief little moment that we spend on the planet. And so um, I then take their words and I draw them into the lines and the shadows of their face. Um, and then, of course, you've got your vision looking back at you through your own eyes. And uh, it's quite a profound process because what happens is that it seems to, because, because we work in words and pictures, don't we? Our brains love words and pictures. And this image of yourself looking back at you with the words of who you want to be, the, the vision you have for your entire life, somehow seems to override that self-sabotaging part of us that wants to keep us safe and small and doing the same things we've always done. Um, and so as the words are looking back at people, they are able to override that self-sabotage and suddenly find themselves doing the things uh, and being the person they really want to be. Um, and that links into the work as my work as a relationship coach as well. So one of the things, uh, what, an example of the vision portrait is a wonderful woman who I worked with a few years ago. And she hadn't dated in six years when she came to me. And she said to me, Kath, I really want to be in a relationship. I really want to be married uh, and have a family. And, uh, but I haven't dated in six years. And I said, okay. So we worked on her relationship skills for six months and still she wouldn't date. All of her relationships were transformed. Her relationship with her mum turned around, her relationship with her colleagues at work, all amazing with these new relationship skills that she had. And then I asked her to create a vision board and she talked me through it. And I listened to her words and I recorded them and I took those words and I drew them into her face. Three days after she received her vision portrait, she began dating and she carried on dating until she'd fallen in love and he had fallen in love with her. So the power of these things is very interesting. And that's happened with a number of clients who I've worked with around their vision and using this process of, uh, of vision portraits. Now that's so fascinating because frankly, so many of us don't have a vision in themselves and, and I don't, you know, why do you think that is? That's a really good question. Why don't we have a vision? It seems like the most obvious thing in the world, doesn't it? I think perhaps one of the reasons is that we're, we lack uh, an immediate awareness of our own mortality. Now, obviously, right now in the middle of this COVID crisis, we're not going to be lacking that awareness. And I think it's probably a time right now where people will be, feeling more inspired to think about the vision that they have for their lives and what they want to do because life does now seem more fragile uh, and perhaps more brief and precious. Yeah. One thing I suspect, because I actually asked this question before, and it's, I think it's because it's courage. I mean, I travel around the world. I've met some of the most phenomenal people. And I you know, speak around the world too. And it's courage because in a sense, 
if you don't have the courage to even dream, well, how can you create a vision, right? And because I find a lot of people, they can have the dream, but if in the past they've never accomplished their dreams, therefore they don't believe in their dream and therefore they wouldn't have a vision because it's scary. And if it's scary, you need courage to actually push through your fears. So I love your perspective on how you literally build relationships through this vision. Now, how did you even come about this understanding? Because, you know, we have different relationship coaches and they say, oh, you learn about your personality, learn about who you want to meet, and then we'll find each other, right? But in your case, you know, you want to create a vision. Why, how did you come about that idea? It's so, so unique. Well, it, it was an iterative process. So I used, to, I've always drawn, I've drawn my whole life long. And when I was, uh, when I was walking in Gandhi's footsteps across rural Gujarat, I was, I was following the trail of the salt march and drawing portraits of people that I met at the time. Uh, and I started by doing scribble portraits. And then I started writing my own diary in in a picture of my face so I would have my little tiny um, handheld mirror uh, and I would look down and I'd have great big nostrils in these portraits because of course when you look down at your mirror you see you see your nostrils but I was writing my diary I was writing the words of what I was going through and after the end of this trip the the images that I had of my face were very very interesting the um it was almost like I'd changed and grown and been transformed by the journey. And then I began using the same process with my clients. I've been a coach since 2001. Uh, and about five years ago, I began using this process with clients. And I started to see that people were changing very, very fast. So I didn't know, of course, what I was doing. I didn't realize that this was almost like a kind of vision board on steroids. Um, but as I've spoken to people and things have happened for them you know a client who who was afraid to even speak about leadership i wrote leadership into his eyebrows and looking back from his study wall suddenly he he gets three promotions within a year um and somebody who's struggling with their partner and really struggling to love their partner suddenly you know writes this uh, portrait and it's about who they are as a loving wife and a loving mother and suddenly that vulnerability that ability to open up to her husband was there and she that relationship was transformed so i've had it kind of came about almost by accident um but there's a book called i'm a strange loop and i think what happens is that if we can see ourselves as we would like to be and grow into that by overcoming our own self-sabotage then we can iterate to become more and more and more of who we really, really want to be and fulfill that purpose that we have on this planet. I couldn't agree with you more. And, and it's funny you mentioned about the, the dandy sea with Gandhi. I mean, this man is the epitome of a, of a vision of a person that, that I want to be like. And he always talks about, we must be the change we should see in the world. And even that walk you talked about, he walked 240 miles, but it's a great analogy for what you're saying too, where every relationship, you have to find the person you want to work with. But every relationship, you want to find some journey or some adventure that you want to walk with this person because it really is a, a shared experience. So I really appreciate you sharing that story because it's such a, a telling story about who you are. And from those experiences, you're able to craft your vision for your clients and to help them. So again, you create such a unique perspective and you have such a unique experience in life. So what are some of these 12 essential evidence-based relationship skills that you talk about in your, 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 your LinkedIn profile? 
Okay, well, this is fun because this is my husband calls this relationship by numbers, um, <laughs> partly because it's a little bit like painting by numbers because it actually works. You do end up with this beautiful painting um, and you haven't really had to do all the trial and error of going through the process of finding out how to do it. The, the skills are amazing. Really, it's based on 40 years of longitudinal studies in the area of uh, the science of love and relationships. So we're talking about John Gottman, Sue Johnson, you know, the, the real greats when it comes to the science of love. And it really breaks itself down into three key areas. There are just three things that we need to get right when it comes to love. The first is friendship. We need to know how to create that intimacy. And I like to think of it like a relationship. It's terribly cheesy analogy, but you know, we look out at the ocean, we think about our lives, and they can be stormy seas sometimes, can't they? And we think about where we're going in our lives, and it's like heading to a happily ever island. We may have a dream, we may have that vision. So I see that as the happily ever island. Now, how do you get from where you are now to there? You need a strong relationship. And so the sound hull of friendship is what's going to keep that relationship afloat. Um, and there are five friendship skills within that. And then, of course, the second part of it is that you, you need passion. You need um, the wind in the sails of your relationship. So we need, we need the sails on the ship. We need to know how, what to do with passion, what to do with emotion. Sometimes it's really important to express emotion. Sometimes it's really important to hold back, to be neutral, not to, um, not to let out the sails during the middle of a storm. So that's the second area is uh, passion. And the third area is purpose. So that's like climbing up the rigging to the crow's nest and looking out from the crow's nest to see you happily ever island. No what your purpose is and then use your ship's navigation system the ship's wheel the compass to navigate yourself towards that vision rather than towards the icebergs because of course there are just four things you can do wrong in a relationship um, and those are the relationship killers I call them the icebergs because they kind of they start to crop up when we veer into icy waters um, and of course, everybody wants to know what those icebergs are. <laughs> I know that's probably going to be your next question because you're on the edge of your seat. Aren't you? Like, okay, what four things well, we, can we, I avoid? We, we actually uh, um, are running out of time, but um, if you can succinctly say them, yes. Otherwise, uh, we're unfortunately going to have to call it. Okay, well, they draw from John Gottman's Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, and they are criticism, saying to your partner, you're the problem. Defensiveness, saying, I'm not the problem. Their contempt, which is the worst of them, which is saying, oh, you know, I'm married a problem. It's that superiority. <laughs> and the fourth one is emotional disengagement or just kind of stonewalling, blanking your partner and emotionally becoming absent in the relationship. Oh, that's great. Again, I'm a big, big fan of John Gottman. And you clearly have done so much research, but not just the research. You really do bring such passion and experience and breath to your work. So thank you so much for being on our show, Kathy. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Well, you can connect with me on LinkedIn if you like. You can also connect through Facebook. Um, at the moment, because of our current situation, I have two Facebook groups, one called Find Love in Lockdown, <laughs> the other called Lasting Love in Lockdown. 
And one of the things we're doing in these groups is sharing a group hug every day because we're all lacking oxytocin. We're all lacking the happy chemicals right now. Um, and if you give each other a virtual hug, you still get the same oxytocin rush. So that, those are two ways. Um, on LinkedIn, I have Leading with Love, which is a LinkedIn group. And I'm going to be sharing on there the vision and purpose workbook, which is about getting really clear about what is your vision for life, for love, for leadership, wherever you are in your life, what is your vision and getting really, really specific uh, and getting passionate about your vision too. Well, Kathy, thanks so much for sharing your vision with our guests around the world. Have a great day. Yes. And you, thank you so much for your questions, Christopher. It's been a pleasure speaking with you.